Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. I've got a special Thanksgiving episode for you today. This is actually something I released back in 2021, um, but I'm rebroadcasting it for you this week because uh, it's got some good reflections, a whole bunch of interspersed Bible verses. And then there is a part that I updated at the end. I went around once again and interviewed Bethany staff and asked them to share what they're thankful for this year. So be sure to stay tuned till the end. But I hope this gives you um, some good reflections for the holiday on what Thanksgiving is really all about and how it can be a spiritual practice. Here we go, some thoughts on Thanksgiving. Second Corinthians 9, 11. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. All right, let's talk about thankfulness. Let's talk about gratitude. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Here's the thing. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I love the chance to just sit around and to cook a big meal. I love being able to take my time while cooking, especially if you've got friends and family around, just kind of chatting and eating at the same time, just the best. There's football on TV, that doesn't hurt either. Um, But I also love that we have a day that is all geared around Thanksgiving, giving thanks, being thankful. I am continually convinced that this is a spiritual practice to, to act with gratitude and to have a mindset of gratitude, I think connects us to the one who gives all good gifts. It is an act of prayer. It is an act of connection to the divine when we take time to slow down and to recognize the gifts that are in our life. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 4 through 5. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. In a very real way, when we are thankful, it forces us to be more present in the moment. Yes, you can be thankful for things that happened in the past, but when we get in touch with that deep feeling of being thankful, we start to recognize that all those other anxieties and things that we were worried about are taking us away from the present moment. Right here, right now, I'm living, I am breathing. (laughs) I can be grateful for the exact moment that I'm in and be very present to the moment that I'm in. And that alone, scientists will tell you, is deeply nurturing for our overall psyche, the way that we are. When we start to think and worry too much about the past or too much about the future, when we pull ourselves outside of the present moment, it can literally have negative effects on our health. Uh, We know that. We've seen all the studies and, and heard all the stories about how stress is bad for our system. And being grateful short circuits that cycle. (laughs) I get it too that oftentimes you just don't want to be grateful. You know, Thanksgiving comes along and you had a year like last year, (laughs) 2020, and it's just like, hey, I don't really want to be grateful. But if you can find a way 
to bring yourself into the present and, and to recognize the things that you're grateful for, it can short circuit that cycle that we get into uh, of anxiety, of anger, uh, all of it. Um, one of the other things, uh, just in addition to, to all of this that I find helpful, is that when we are grateful, it sort of tunes our brains to then be looking for other things to be grateful for. It, it's it's a very much a momentum game all of our life, as I'm convinced. And so when you have a positive attitude, then you tend to look at things positively. When you have a negative attitude, you tend to look at things negatively. And sometimes we just need a day to come along that says like, hey, you're going to be thankful today, whether you like it or not, because maybe that can take our momentum in a new, more fruitful direction. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. There are a whole bunch of Bible verses that talk about thankfulness. I've interspersed them throughout this podcast, in case you haven't noticed yet. And so, yeah, the scriptures speak to just the importance of giving thanks to God. And, and in actuality, the, the real like root of to praise, to celebrate, to be in contact with divine is connected to gratitude. Those things kind of go hand in hand. And so a lot of the times when they write in the scriptures about giving praise to God, usually they'll say giving praise and thanksgiving to God. Because for the people writing the Bible thousands of years ago, those just went hand in hand. Psalm 106, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord. For God is good. God's love endures forever. On Sunday morning, when we sing songs of praise... Those are songs of gratitude for what God has done. I say it a lot, but the act of worship helps connect us with this idea that God is God and that we are not. And in the same sense, thankfulness does the same thing. Thankfulness helps us remember that hopefully, right, like there, there's something else in control. We can give thanks to God for God's presence in our life and recognizing the ways that God is in control and at work. We can be thankful that God is God and we are not, rather than trying to become God's ourselves. That's often where our society, our ego wants to take us, wants to take us down these paths where we start to think of ourselves as gods, as omnipotent and all-powerful. You know, there's something that just pulls at that that human frailty within us, that great temptation. I mean, honestly, you think about the story of Genesis. And in Genesis, uh, they tell the story of Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve ate from the tree that God told them not to eat from. And why did they do that? Because the snake said, if you do, you will become like gods. That initial temptation, that initial act of defiance was, you know, the way that they write it in Genesis, it highlights this sense that, you know, deep down, all humans want to think of themselves as gods. And that ultimately results in their downfall. Colossians 4, 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, 
being watchful and thankful. And so how can we work against this? What, what can we do to protect ourselves from that temptation? We can be grateful. <laughs> we can sing praise to God. We can take time to remember that God is God and we are not. And that that's a good thing. <laughs> and so this day of Thanksgiving hopefully can connect us with all of these pieces. I, I, I want to say, as I mentioned in the beginning, I do think Thanksgiving is a spiritual practice for all of the parts that I've mentioned, just in the way that it connects us with God, in the way that it retrains our mind and puts our momentum in a positive direction, uh, in a way that's more attuned with the workings of God in our life and in our world. And, And so a way to make this a very formal spiritual practice is to keep a gratitude journal. Um, My son, he's in second grade, and his school, as part of their social-emotional learning time, has, you know, introduced this practice to second graders. And so my son told me he didn't really like it. Ah, That's that's fine. You know, not every spiritual practice is for everyone. Um, But I know that some kids in his class really did enjoy it, just the act of writing down every day two or three things that you're grateful for. You will be amazed, again, at how that simple practice can rewire your system. That's the great thing about our spiritual practices. Any spiritual practice that you commit to, if you do it with consistency, it has the potential of just kind of changing your overall mindset and mood, your overall approach to the day. Because if you're taking this time to connect with God in some sort of significant way on a daily basis, well, then suddenly during the rest of your day, you start to notice where God's showing up. You start to sense God's presence even at those times when normally you would be blind to it. So by being grateful every day, as I've already said, it it shoves your momentum in that more positive, forward-looking, hopeful direction. And it opens your eyes to see how God might be showing up different things that you can be thankful for through the day. And so you start to think like, oh, I'm going to remember to write this in my gratitude journal tomorrow because I am really grateful for this moment. It's kind of neat to see how it all plays out. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Another thing I've done as it relates to gratitude as a spiritual practice, I love going on walks and runs. Uh, And there was a season in my life where what I would do is I would try and go through the ABCs of gratitude. (laughs) This one was always kind of funny because you get to like X and you're like, yeah, I guess I'm thankful for xylophones again today. But with a lot of the other letters, I just found it to be a nice uh, and organized process for me. Of like, yeah, like, what can I think of, you know, and and it narrowed it, my focus too, and by narrowing it to a specific letter that then forced me to find things to be grateful for that maybe I normally wouldn't jump to. People are often, you know, quick to say like, yeah, I'm really thankful for, for my family, for my health, for my friends. Those are great things. I'm not belittling that at all. But if you're trying to do a thankfulness practice on a regular basis, sometimes it can be helpful to kind of put some restraints on you to say like, no, no, be thankful for something that starts with the letter A. Okay, now something that starts with the letter B. Uh, And you'll be amazed at how it opens your mind up to be a little more creative and to find some other pieces in your life that really are bringing you joy and making your heart full. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8. 
Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon God's name. Make known God's deeds among the people. And that's kind of the final piece that I want to say. One of the things that we've been doing uh, with my kids lately is trying to ask them a question of like, when did your heart feel full today? Talking about spirituality with kids can often be really difficult. Um, and, and or like talking about religious practices, they, they don't necessarily want to get in line with that kind of conversation. It, it is admittedly a more high level conversation. But by putting it in this simple sense, when did your heart feel full today? That gives them the chance to pause and then think about that actual emotion and, and when they encountered it and why. And that alone is a spiritual discussion. When our hearts feel full, there's something going on there that's bigger than just us. When our hearts feel truly full and, and we have that joy welling up inside us, I'm convinced that it is a connection with God. That that's a moment when God is clearly breaking into our life and, and when we're really sensing God's presence with us. When you think about that famous story of the disciples on the road to Emmaus. They're walking along and this figure comes with them and they start to talk with this figure for their whole long walk to Emmaus. And then they realize at the very end, oh my gosh, it was Jesus. The resurrected Jesus was among us. And then they say to each other, did not our hearts burn within us when we were on the road? When our hearts feel full, as I hope yours does this Thanksgiving, I want you to claim that as an encounter with God. That's a deeply spiritual moment that we need to pay attention to and give thanks for. And I've just found that with uh, younger people, this can be a great avenue into having those more deep spiritual conversations because they're very spiritual people. Oh my gosh, they're going to blow your minds as you're talking to your kids or your grandkids around the, the table tonight. Uh, um, feel free to try and ask that question. It's a different avenue of getting at these deeper discussions that I think we all want to have. Um, and it's a great way to of framing the whole thankfulness discussion. When did your heart feel full this last year? Yeah, let's give thanks for those moments. Let's not just brush this activity off real quickly, but let's think about when did our hearts feel full? When did we encounter God's presence in a real, visceral, meaningful way that, that we felt, but that we couldn't fully explain? I think that's what this walk of faith is all about. This is paying attention to, looking for, and giving thanks for those moments. Cool. So there's a little bit about thankfulness. Uh, I'm going to leave you with some interviews that I did. These are quick. They're fun. I just asked around the office, hey, what are you grateful for? Uh, and I invite you to listen as the folks who I was able to find walking around Bethany today share with you their uh, thankfulness this Thanksgiving. I hope that your day is filled with heartful moments and times of gratitude. Stay in peace, everyone. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28 and 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. Hi, this is Colleen, and I am 
thankful for board games and books and time with family. This is Deacon Deborah, and I am thankful for the very welcoming Bethany community and their wonderful generosity and hospitality. This is Pastor Gary, and I'm thankful to be a part of a community that has a spirit of generosity that pervades almost every aspect of ministry. This is Gail, and I'm thankful for all the children in the world. This is Janet, and I am thankful for my six foot three son with long arms who was willing to help hang Christmas lights yesterday. Hi, this is Paula Wills and I am thankful for my new grandson, Hudson, who was born in July. It's his first Thanksgiving. This is Shelly and I'm thankful for my father's good health. He'll turn 91 in December and he's still bowling. Hey, and it's me, Pastor Nate. I'm so thankful for the call that I get to serve here at Bethany and thankful for this podcast and people like you who continue to listen week after week. Thanks everyone uh, for all the ways that you make me so grateful. Have a happy Thanksgiving.